Welcome to Intrepid Heroes, a Starfinder actual play podcast of the Dawn of Flame Adventure Path from Paizo. I'm John, and I'm your GM today. I'm Scott. I'm playing Rez, the Skittermander Envoy. I'm Mark. I'm playing Julakashti, a Vesk soldier. I'm Rob. I'm playing Whiskey, a Yusoki mystic. I'm Stephanie. I'm playing a Lashunta Solarian named Koholo. And I am Ron. I am playing Scooch, a Yusoki operative. All right. Welcome to Intrepid Heroes. Stay tuned for the episode. All right. Welcome to episode 35 of Intrepid Heroes, a Starfinder actual play podcast of the Dawn of Flame Adventure Path from Paizo. So last time when we met pre-quarantine, um, we had encountered a photonic anomaly. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, it just kind of right vividly, yes. <laughs> what, eats shoots and leaves or something? Uh, <laughs> yes, it was like a big koala bear, exactly. In space. Um, and you were able to um, oh, right. drive in it off. Yeah, it, it would kind of move randomly, from. and we eventually yeah. escaped it rather than defeated it. Right, 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 right. And so you were able to get past that. And there was radiation. There was radiation. Some yeah. of you got radiated. Yes. Uh, yeah, rather badly. Ah, I do remember that. That is nice. If only you had a mystic with you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I actually did some uh, some reading about that because suddenly I had an interest in radiation. And um, it turns out that uh, Mystic's not going to be able to help me until level 8 anyway. I'm just not yes. mystical enough, huh? Not yet. Not yet. No, it's a level 4 spell to do anything about that. All right. Okay. Well, you are finally making your arrival to Noma, and you all are coming in, and you see a dim round shape that becomes visible on the sun divers view screens partially obscured by the glare of the roiling sun yes i see that but to be clear we don't have any idea what to expect here right okay and your uh, right. grouchy computer says well ain't that something huh <laughs> oh oh it, it ain't well then we'll ignore it <laughs> And the shape grows larger until a polarized bubble is in full view with a sprawling cityscape barely visible within. Ooh. And as you're looking uh. at this, Scooch notices on the ship's uh, scanners that there seems to be some sort of fluctuation in the surface of the bubble, much like the energy tethers on the burning archipelago. Um, it's kind of opening up so that you can actually um, bring the sun diver in through the bubble itself. Oh, well, I'd, I'll do that. Yeah, and as the starship uh, accesses the bubble, um, the bubble suddenly balloons out as though attracted to the ship and begins to envelop it. Proximity sensors flash and the klaxon blares. We're being eaten. The, uh, the alarm quickly proves to be unnecessary as a new smaller bubble acts much like an airlock wrapping a thin layer around the sun diver and shunting it inward. Soon the starship is inside the main bubble and scanners indicate a breathable atmosphere fully protected from the sun's effects. Huh. Yay. Right. Yeah. So within this main bubble, there's a perpetual glow 
from the surrounding sun and it's made tolerable because the bubble itself is polarized. Um, but it's uh, clearly a, a, a bizarre but very advanced city here. There's mismatched buildings stretching in all directions. Everything has a purplish tinge to it, accented by the contrasting solar light. Uh, there's dry canals and pools that can be seen along major thoroughfares, stained dark with the remains of something, perhaps some sort of fluid that they once contained. Um, so as you're flying in here, I'm presuming it's Scooch at the at the wheel. He notices a nearby, a low-tiered building that has been burned in a manner that suggests another starship recently landed on its roof. Fine. Uh, okay. And a uh, quick scan with the Sundiver scanners reveals that indeed there appears to be some sort of residual radiation and scorch marks here. It seems relatively recent. All right. Wait, is that unexpected? Did we think that we were going to be like the first people here in a long time, or uh, not no, necessarily? Because we... Uh, we once we once found out that Tash had been to Noma. Like, well, he... but there's no ship there now. No, there's no ship there now. But so Tash has been here before. Right, so, so someone I think has got. Go ahead and land there. Let me do yeah. it. Yeah, I'll go ahead and land there. If somebody land there before and there's no ship there now. Seems perfect. Let's do it. All right. So as you land, and I'm trying to bring your, your things down to land, and I can't bring you to it. Wait, what? Uh, okay, hold on. Oh. I'm trying to move your icons. They were working last night to move them, and now they don't work. They're not oh. moving. <laughs> oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, so I got to figure out the right way to move you. Maybe it's this way. Oh, here we go. So do you guys see the map now? No, I do not. I do not. No. Oh, I have to X out of my character sheet. I still don't see it. Oh, no, I don't either. Oh, you are on the map. Hmm. You are? Okay. So is it one of these things down here that I click on? Like It's it's in the uh maybe I need to share it. How do you uh. see it? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Sharing is caring. There we go. Yes. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. that map. I'm a map. Right. I'm so map. you have you have landed here uh, on the top of this rooftop. It's kind of a high point where the prior scorch marks are with the sun diver. Let me resize this. Um. Anyway, so this appears uh, to be the top of some sort of building. It's about forty feet tall. Um, there are some protrusions that extend around the edges, a little bit taller. You can see on the kind of the southern part, there's a couple boxes there. And then there's this kind of tall thing in the middle here as well. Oh, what is that? Well, uh, the top of this irregular tiered building has been scorched, melted, and scored. Uh, it's clear a starship landed here and with great violence that followed it afterwards. The battle turned okay. remains of small robots. Um, their arms, torsos, and heads and treads are scattered here. And there, near the northeastern corner, is an open hatchway. So you can see that circle oh, thing. right over here. Yeah. Right what's this, what's this right. thing, though, this long thing in the middle here? Um, that's just some sort of high protrusion. All right. What's down the hatch? Well, as you're actually going over that direction, um, 
we have to roll for initiative because <gasps> what a, a creature um, actually comes up from around the edge. All right, uh, I'm rolling for initiative for everybody. Hey. And it looks like Scooch, you're up. There's this creature to the south. It does appear to be hostile. Of course, anything named Protosite Extinguisher Drone can't be good. Oh, it's not named. It's not no, unidentified, it's unidentified creature. creature. I'm now. sorry. It says unidentified creature right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it Did looks you... like a Protosite Extinguisher. You know, that's. Would you like to try to identify was... it? First thing I said was that. <laughs> no, wait. Like a... Does that take an action? It does. No, no, I should do no, that. no, no. Oh, what heck is that? Oh, it, it looks like it's going to be some sort of technological skill check. Mm. I'll try my engineering, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Alrighty, let's see if I can get this to go. Oh, easily. Uh, yeah, what does a 33 get me? Uh, it's a prosite, prosite extinguisher drone. <laughs> Son of a gun! Your intuition was correct. Imagine that. <laughs> Can I? Uh, hey, if I... it looks like one. Yeah. <laughs> oh so you know that these uh, extinguisher drones must be somehow related to the anisite, um type of drones that are out there. Does that mean that they are, if they're? robot type creatures what do i know about their uh resistances okay well um you figure these are this is a construct of some sort this one appears to be large um you expect that it has some sort of construct immunities um though you don't know of anything in particular that it might have uh, the anisite predator to drones that this appears to be like um, don't have anything uh, specific in terms of uh, defensive capabilities beyond integrated weapons. Are they particularly susceptible to electricity the way a lot of constructs are? Yes, uh, you believe that they probably are. Mm. Yay! That's good to know. Um, yeah, it's got const regular construct immunity, so. Okay. Well, let me then um, try to zap it with my static arc pistol. I think that might go best. Um, can right. I? I'm gonna draw. What I'm, I want to make a trick attack. I want to fool it. I want to run to one side of this uh, roof protuberance. Uh, look like okay. I'm dashing around it, but take a quick shot and then duck back around behind where Raz is. All right. Hello. Um, so the first thing I'm going to do is try to make a uh, trick attack. If I succeed at that. Yes, it is less than CR8. Phew, okay. I mean, that's a legit question at these levels. Cool. All right. So, Scoots, you've identified it. You've tricked it. Have you rolled a hit? Let me do that. Uh, I am at plus 10. It is flat-footed, and because I got debilitating trick, it's flat-footed until the beginning of my next turn. So it's flat-footed for everybody. Very nice. Oh, yay. Ooh. 
20. Does 20 hit its EAC? Yes, 20 will hit its EAC easily. Okay, sweet. So, I have got a regular damage. It'd be 8, and I'm adding my trick attack to it, which is another... 11. So that's going to be a total of 19 electricity damage. I have a 5 plus 11. And do the plus 3. Oh, yeah, that is. I got, I got lazy. My actual static arc pistol damage is 1d6 plus 3. Oh, okay, so it's 18? Alright. Okay. Electricity. So... Why don't you roll 3 dice? 18 electricity. Uh, right click on the dice and it'll give you quantities. Okay. All right. So next we have Raz. Yeah, and if anybody wants to see the uh, the order, <laughs> you can open yeah. up the combat tracker. Yeah, where is that? Uh, it's a, it's it's at the top right. You've got those blue icons. First one is combat tracker. It's I don't know if we're supposed to. Yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to oh. see it before the the creature goes, but. Oh, good point. What does it show you? If, um... It shows us everybody right now. It shows okay. us the, uh... Raz, Protosite Extinguisher Drone, Jilakashti Kaholo. Yeah. Yep. But what does it show you in that window? Uh, like the order and HP. Order. What everybody got for their initiative. Yeah, HP. Uh, it actually that's... doesn't tell me any of that stuff for the monster. Right. right. The only thing okay. it shows for the monster is the order. Okay. That's what I was initiative. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so, I, I'm assuming Raz is next. Yes. Uh, since he is flat-footed to everyone, he's debating whether this thing is a construct, whether he can shout at it. I kind of remember that it's not mind-affecting. Is that right? Uh, it's been you a while. Sense-dependent, as I Your recall. shouts are sense-dependent, is all, yeah. Yeah, so I can shout at it, and it can still hear me? I will try it. I believe so. Uh, so I'm going to try that. I need to move over so I can see him. I'm like, you! Go extinguish something else! <laughs> uh, I'm within 30 feet. I'm going to roll this plus my modifier. Uh, to intimidate him. Alright. It's a 22. Not a very big... Okay, so oh. uh, he's intimidated for one round. Um, but because I have Dragon Mean, Mean, he's, two he's intimidated for demoralized for two rounds. All right, so uh, he takes uh, what with demoralize? That's a condition. Uh, he is shake. Yeah, he's shaken. So uh, he takes a minus two to ability checks, attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks. All right. Okay, so um, he's actually going to step up here, and uh, he's going to decide Koholo or Julakashti. So he's going to roll a d4. One to two will be Koholo. That's good. I'm on. Uh, he rolls a one That's to two. It's I'm interested to find out where he got the dice. Yes, yes. He just happened to have it, in, and he's going wow. to... Um, take a swing at Koholo uh, with his horn. He has a horn? He does have a horn. And he rolls a 29 Ooh. on that hit. 
Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, um... Let me check. Well, it's a 27, unless you didn't... Did you take off the minus two? I didn't take off, so it is a 27, yeah. Ooh. Well, there you go. That hits by oh. 10. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to save your butt. All right, and uh, 15... Appreciate it. 15 points of uh, of damage. It looks Ouch! Like. Okay. So two more, and I could inspire you again. Off Koholo. True. <laughs> um, so you are down to looks like 39 now. Oh. All right. So next week I, we have Dilla I, that on my... I All just right. I just did it. Just gonna do it. Okay. Why don't you both do it, and then you're at like 28. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> I may be... Well, no point throwing a grenade when he's this close. I'll just um, go ahead and take a swing at him. All right. Sound good? Well, he's flat-footed and... Well, the mortise doesn't matter, but... Shaken. That's disappointing. Uh, will he 12 hit his uh, cage? Ooh, that's a bad roll. That's a bad roll, yes. Will... No. 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 Okay, well... No, no. Hello, you're up. Okay, but I can't use the character sheet, right? I was just gonna roll the d20. Let's see, I can add yeah. my, mod my modifier first. Yep. Oh, so I'm gonna use my um, my solar weapon. Okay. And I can try to hit him twice because he's right up here in my grill. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right. So it's a minus four to each mm. your attack, so. Well, is, okay. is it an action so to manifest? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a move action. So never mind. I'll just hit him once. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just. I'm trying to get. Um, the to work and it's not wanting to. Oh, there we go. All right. Seventeen versus its flat-footed uh, EAC or KAC. It's uh, KAC against the hook. It's KAC because yeah. it does physical damage. So it yeah. just just misses. Just misses. That's too, that's too bad. All right. Uh, top of the next round, we have Scooch. Alrighty. Well, it uh, it was foolish to ignore me. I will dart, <laughs> I will dart around the other end of this protuberance and sort of holler at it and then fire. Um, okay. I hope that tricks it. Let's see if it does. Want to get up there and get in melee? melee? Have us in flank? Oh, does not trick it. Oh, it, it knew I was going to do that. It, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Except not going to stop. Except little robot. I know. It's a big robot. Except a ginormous robot. <laughs> yeah, the picture of it isn't, is, it isn't showing up. It's, so it's this whole, like. It's just large. Four cubes, yeah, and then there's the like whole the whole shaded partial... square around it. Yeah. Okay, but I can't really see a picture in there. It's just kind of a. Oh, you can't see that. But like partially loaded. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I can see a little dome that's black on the one side. So it's like whiskey, partially loaded. <laughs> All right, uh, nineteen versus its EAC will hit. That's correct, but it's only four points of electricity damage. The advantage is, though, it's electricity damage. Yes. 
All right, it seems to take some damage from that. Next is Raz. I want it to know I'm right here. I'm not hiding from it this time. All right. Good Good for you. Uh, I look over to Hola and go... You go what? No, uh, I'm looking at Kaholo going, you're okay. You go. You're okay, right? <laughs> Fine, just go. Um, so I'm going to, Raz is going to shoot it with his uh, static arc pistol. Uh, right. Hoping to hoping to get a crit going. Oh, thank Cause, you. Because <laughs> that's what we do. It's okay now. Gosh, I have the electrostatic that. field. Yeah, you're fine. I'm fine. Uh, let's do that. Uh, that's against EAC. That's a 20. That will hit. All right. And what do I do? I do damage. Dommage. D6 plus 3, probably. Hey, you reading my sheet? Seven <laughs> points of electrostatic damage. All right. Yeah, it seems to be taking that damage. Uh, now it has four targets. Um, I'm going to count clockwise. Raz, Koholo, Jokosti, to Scooch. And it's going to figure out who it wants to go after. Um, it's going to go Scooch. after Scooch. So yeah. Good. both uh, Koholo and Jokosti get attack of opportunity if you want. Hey. Hey. Of course I want. Boom. I think I got that one. You Ooh. got him. Nice. For damage. Hey. Also nice. Wow. My plan, is, my plan is working <laughs> perfectly. This is perfect. It's <laughs> called twin. There, a twin right. strike there. Two attacks there. Right. They both hit. Dommage. I'd like to think that we did that in coordination. There we go. Right, 19 points of damage. What type of damage is that? Um, bludgeoning. Okay. All right. So after those two successful attacks from uh, Jukashti and Koholo, uh, this creature's actually, um, Yay. Uh, as it's leaving, it's uh, it it doesn't get all the way to Scooch. Instead, it says, I, "I'm going bye bye," and it actually takes off and flies <laughs> off. Oh, oh really? Oh, yes. We heard it so bad. That may have been a trick attack by it. Like a, it's trying to trick us. Yes. Yeah, come it's back. true. It, it might come back. It does trick you, and leaves. Quick, everybody, into the hole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everybody jump in while it's safe out here. So, <laughs> as, as you're sitting <laughs> out here, um, now that you have a chance to, to sit for a bit, you notice that the hull of your ship, the Sun Diver, did take some damage from the passage through the sun. Um, in fact, the, uh, the uh, AI on there tells you that, hey, uh, well, you guys are out there playing around. Um, I'm going to have to ask you sometime. We, we need to make some repairs here before we can return to the burning archipelago. Okay. So if one of you wants to attempt a engineering check to check it out. Uh, that. I, could, I could take care of that. Okay, go ahead. And give it a try, Jokashti. Okay. I can assist, maybe. I can watch. All right also help at that 20 yeah so um yeah all of you actually looking at it you can you can tell with your training that it looks like that there's some fatigue uh on the outer parts of the hole the the cicatype matrix that um basically pulls the heat out and powers the the vessel 
seems like it's becoming at risk of failing at this point uh, mm. if repairs aren't uh -oh. made. That would be bad. So that would be very bad. Before you leave, you'll have to do some sort of repairs. We do that now in case we have to leave in a hurry. I mean, it's like not a thinking. bad idea. I like the way you're thinking there. Oh. All right. Um, yeah, so... Uh, what, would it, what would it take to repair? Well, let's see. Uh, it's going to take a little bit of work here. Fairly unusual bit of tech, right? Yes, because very it's a very sensitive uh, system here. So this um, very delicate how it works kind of in concert. And it's making any sort of adjustments are very risky. Um, so in order to figure out the damage here, precisely what it is, you'll actually need to make an additional engineering check. Okay. Uh, would anyone else like to assist me on that? Or does anyone else sure. think they can do better? I, I will. Do better, I, but I I'm, okay. I'm at a bonus where I automatically assist, so. Oh, very nice. So I auto aid. Right. Okay. I got an auto aid. All right. Anybody else want to. Uh, um. I can try. I'm not that great at it. Let me uh, let me just double check how great I am okay. at engineering. I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not super great, but I can try. So let's just put that four. in here. Is there so a limit on make how many people can try? I. Oh, I'm gonna break it. Is there a limit on how many people can assist? Um. Oh gosh. Well, Raz is apparently very good at this. Oh yeah. No, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're all over this. Yep. Wow. So the three of you are able to assist. Let's see how uh -huh. Dulacosti rolls, though. Okay. Side so you some pretty big standards here. Not bad. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. You need us. Yeah. So it. it looks like we all paid attention in our uh, crash course on this uh, well yeah. it's more like our lives depend on this <laughs> point. we're all in so it looks like that there's some sort of virtual damage here to its balancing systems so it needs to be rebalanced um it'll take a little bit of time to repair this uh, it looks like also that there's been some cicatite uh, degradation from the prolonged exposure to the internal solar forces here. Yeah, that'll uh, happen. Where's yeah, the manual it, for this thing? It should have said that. That's, that's your problem right there. Yeah, so it looks like that it's probably going to have to um, be repaired actually in a uh, a port of some sort because it's going to take about an additional bulk of cicatite in order to get it repaired. Um, you have some cicatite with some you. Yeah. You? Yes. Okay. I thought. Yeah, they they sent some with you. I think they actually sent one bulk with you. Oh well, that'd be handy. We need like professional reparation. No, I mean you could probably do it here. I mean, um, it, it'll probably take the better part of a day with multiple of you working on it, though. Oh. 
but it sounded like we thought we needed to fix it before we went anywhere. Well, it potentially what could happen is that the system could fail next time you go through the sun. Yeah. So as long as we don't go out in the sun, we're all right. But we don't have a we don't know of any spaceship things here. Right. Well, with the one bulk of the Sikatite, your crew could probably affect repairs here from the ground as long as nothing else happened. Or on the building. <laughs> yeah. Well, how Scooch is the one that thought we might need to get out of here in a hurry. I have to agree that it probably makes sense to take care of the problem now rather than try to wait. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only downside is if something's watching for us, they're going to have a long time to either hide or prepare things, but or if they know we're here. It's a better oh, chance of being discovered, true. but... But, uh, I mean, that robot thing might have something else that it's going out to bring back. Um, it, but did it, have, it did have some sort of antenna, which you would presume is a communications device. Yeah. <laughs> An yeah. oddly old school one, but hey. I mean, they're going to tell them anyhow, regardless of if we sit here or not. It's just if we're here for a day, we may have to interrupt our... We, we have to be vigilant. Yes. Oh, there are enough of us that we could we could maintain some vigilance. Yeah, some of us that are not normally known for our engineering skills, although recently, <laughs> although <laughs> like I said, we, all up... <laughs> we all paid attention to that crash course. Yeah, seemed to pick up something. I we probably got bored during the trip and read the manual. Could be. All right. Oh, and so... we we do don't we have Rulon with us, the person who actually invented this thing. No, she did not. Oh, oh, she didn't come with us? Deep, yeah, no. she stayed at the Deep Cultures Institute. Oh, okay, okay. Um, All right. All right, so, um, yeah, you guys can go ahead and uh, spend some time here. Um, you know, the AI will assist you in, in making some repairs, and should we get to go at that point? Okay. Can, can we yeah. repaint it, too? Um, no, because it actually doesn't have paint on it. Oh, <laughs> wait, actually... well, then let's add some, some, you know. It'll probably just burn uh, off. Dragon yeah, think... tattoos. Yeah, I think the re reflective surface is kind of part of how it works. Yes, I, I would not. Uh, the AI is very adamant <laughs> about not affecting Fine. it. No dragon tattoos. So uh, at this point, um, we'll go ahead and call this the end of the episode. You've been listening to Intrepid Heroes on the No Direction Network. New episodes are published every other Friday. Please subscribe for notification of new episodes.